Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Everybody, Thursday night, episode 314 of Top Rope Nation. The trio is here. Ryan Drosty, Justin Joint, Jesse Velasquez. A great topic on deck for the show this week. I hope those of you who tune in live will get involved in the chat. We want to hear your thoughts on this one. I will let Justin introduce the topic here because it was his idea here uh, momentarily. But before we do, let's check in with the guys. Justin Joint, I see you're wearing the Top Rope Nation merch tonight. You got the hat on, you got the hoodie on. How you doing, sir? Going full wanker tonight. <laughs> Just promoting promoting the pod. I am doing Yeah, I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm uh I'm excited because I think this weekend I'm taking my kid to his first live uh pro wrestling show. Oh really? You're, are you going to that indie show? Yes, the I think it's called Absolute Pro Wrestling. Um, I believe at McElroy Cattle Congress. So yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, um, not too far from my house. Uh, figure it'd be one where I could take him. I find out how he does. Because uh, if it goes poorly, I'm not going to care about wasting twenty bucks and walking out of there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I thought Tim friend of the pod tim he he sent that to me i i'm not going to be able to make it because i'm gonna have some family in town this weekend otherwise i would i would probably be up for that but i hope you have fun you'll have to report back next week how it went we'll do we'll do what do you have in the glass tonight oh um i was gonna go top shelf but i don't have a lot left of my top shelf and while digging through my my top shelf i found a rad random full bottle of monkey shoulder So I was like, yes, jackpot. So I I poured some monkey shoulder. One of my absolute, oh, might be my number one blended scotch. Mm -hmm. First scotch I ever bought at your recommendation years ago. I think I have some on the shelf in there, actually. Maybe if I run out of what I have here, I'll go grab some. We'll see. We'll see how this show goes. Jesse Velasquez, how are you doing? There will not be anarchy in the arena here on this podcast. I can tell you that. I mean, this is going to be a lot of fun putting our wits together because Sir Justin Joint has brought us a topic that 
I didn't really think about and you don't really hear about it on a day-to-day basis. And it needs to be brought up because we have some long-term champions that can be getting dethroned here maybe in the next three weeks to six six months. months. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, because let's see. MJF is just like two weeks away from passing Kenny Omega for longest reigning AEW champion of all time. We've got, uh, you know, Roman Reigns and has had that title for years. So we we have a lot to talk about. What what do you have in the glass, Jesse? Well, now your connection. I just I just texted you. Now it says four bars. Now it's three. It's it's three to four bars. I think you're okay though. It got a little blurry, but I can still hear you. Give it time. I guarantee it's going to be better. We we don't have Kyle Ross like connections here in Minnesota. At least I don't think so. I did not go liquor. I went. I had to go on brand because of the shirt I'm wearing. Peanut butter porter. Dangerous man. Ah yes. Jesse has the the beer drinking pro wrestling guys shirt, which is our I think one of our newest releases over on our shop. If you're watching us on our YouTube channel right now, that is linked on our channel page now. Just unlock the ability to do that on YouTube, or you can find our shop at topropenation.com where that shirt is. Um, I, well, first let me say, last week, you know, I was being a little cautious with what I was drinking. I had the old gin and tonic, wasn't feeling too good. I don't know if you guys can tell, my throat is a little raw. I did end up getting pretty darn sick after that episode. So I pulled through <laughs> and then was horrible Monday and Tuesday this week, as, as well as Sunday. Starting to feel a little better now, a little hoarse, but I think I had to go with bourbon. You know, when you guys were talking about going top shelf tonight, I was like, man, I just got this bottle of Eagle Rare. So I got the Eagle Rare age oh, 10 years. Good stuff. Yeah. You have the bottle right there? I do. Is it the same one that I had? I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. nice. That's good stuff. Yes, very good. So I had to I had to win a drawing at one of the local liquor stores just to have an opportunity to buy this. And I felt very lucky when I got the opportunity. So yes, it, it's it's good stuff. If you guys are in the chat, join us with a few adult beverages. Let us know what you're drinking. I see Gabe Benson in the chat. Enjoyed a few adult beverages with this man over the years. Always a fun time. Thanks for tuning in, Gabe. And let us know as you tune in if you are here. Uh, Justin, tell them, what are we talking about tonight? All right. I don't think we're reinventing the wheel or anything with this, but, um, I, we're in a very, very interesting time with both WWE and AEW, uh, with where they're at with their main champions. I have to say main because WWE has two, uh, Obviously, Roman Reigns has been champ for eight to nine years now, it feels like. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. Uh, And MJF is fast approaching one year, as Ryan mentioned already. And, you know, the assumption is, is that Roman will probably hold the belt and drop it at WrestleMania 20. Excuse me, 40. (laughs) Boy, just a little (laughs) off there. Uh, And MJF could be dropping it you know, really at any point. Now, I I, I don't think it's going to be at full gear, but I'm going to hold off. That, that could be a point of uh, conversation later on. So basically, it's who do we think is going to dethrone these two long-running world champions? And, you know, when I made my list, I think it really points out some interesting things about both promotions. Now, I am, you know, 
for anybody who listens, I, I, I lean pretty heavily towards AEW. I, I'm generally not a big WWE fan. Uh, it mostly has to do with production stuff that just annoys the ever living piss out of me. Um, but making my lists, man, I had six names for WWE and I feel pretty strongly about five of them being very viable. I should maybe four, uh, with AW, I had nine and I, I don't really feel great about any of them. Now, now that's not to say that there aren't guys I want to see world champion AEW, but you know, f- with each guy for one reason or another, you know, whether it be timing or the opponent or, or heel and face dynamics, it just, a lot of stuff feels kind of off. So I think that says a lot about both promotions. And as far as our lists go, uh, it, it, we're blending our head and our hearts. Uh, it's who do we think logically based on stories could be the, the man to dethrone Roman Reigns or MJF, but we're also throwing in our heart, you know, who would we like to see? So for instance, if there, if, if there's somebody you think is very possible, like let's, I'm just going to throw this out there. Let's say Cody. A lot of people assume it's going to be Cody to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. So, you know, logic would dictate he'd probably be your number one. But what if you're not really feeling Cody Rhodes, that your heart's not really into it? You kind of have to put him on your list just because of logic, but maybe he's going to be further down. So that that's kind of what we're working with here as far as our lists go. Any thoughts, guys? Any uh, other input you want to add here? Jesse, I know you've been pumped to talk about this today. Ooh. My head's been spinning since last night, I think. And... I'm gonna. I'm looking at the same thing as you are, where it's with the, from a head perspective. I have five. Actually, have six. But it, it, yeah, it's gonna. Well, here's the thing, though. You have to tie something together to get that sixth person there, and I don't think there's a bridge that can get that person there. Hint, hint. And I, I'm then, assuming are you talking WWE there? You got. Six? I am talking WWE okay. and Roman Reigns. Yes, where. Okay. Much like you as well in AEW, I have eight. I have three high honorable mentions and then five that logically can get there. But it also shows that I I believe in my mind that AEW is starting to book some of these guys appropriately. They're actually starting to push some chips on a few of these players, which they... We've been criticizing them for the last year that they've mm-hmm. been getting held back. What's been going on here? Why has so-and-so not been elevated to this specific spot? And they're finally doing it with some of these players. And I guess I'll give a little spoiler that some of them will be on my list. I'm very close to you guys. Because my overall list, I've got, let's see, seven that I considered for WWE and then narrow that down to my five. So I have two honorable mentions. And then AEW, I have eight, which I narrowed down to five. And I factored in the heart thing a little bit. I don't, I don't want to go full on Kyle and say that I don't have any favorites. I, I, <laughs> I certainly have people I like cheering for more. But, you know, like writing about wrestling and stuff, I'm, I try to be pretty objective. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely looked at this more from the aspect of booking heel face dynamic, you know, that kind of thing where I think they could be going. But I, I will say that I'm 
pretty firm on the WWE list. Maybe not with number five, but my top four, I think, are going to be similar to yours. AEW, I move these people all over the place. I was thinking about this all day, and I think AEW is going to be the one where we, we have the most discussion because I think there's a lot of people at play. The WWE, like the top, not to say that AEW's top part of their card is heavy. It's not, but there are a lot of guys you you could imagine getting elevated that they have been, like, as you mentioned, Jesse kind of pushing their cards in on a little bit here. Um, WWE-wise, it's just like Roman's beat so many people, and he's had the title for so long that it's some people... It's hard to imagine going there. There's mm-hmm. other people who maybe you could picture in that conversation, but their future in the company is a little murky. So, yeah, I think we'll probably go WWE first, right, for the discussion here, just because we're all kind of firm on that, Justin. Yeah, uh, two things. Number one, it's, you know, judging by his uh, comments in the thread, it's nice to see that uh, Michael Jenks- Jenkinson appears to be drinking heavily right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Phillies lost today. I think that probably oh, explains no. a lot. Oh, they, no. they are up two to one in the series, though. The Jericho love coming in. I mean, he yes. wants it to come full circle. He wants Jericho, that first champion, to get it back. Get it back to him. Um, but one more broader question. Okay. Uh, kind of going back to what I said, like, you know, I'm not really a WWE guy anymore. I, I lean more AW, but I prefer where the WWE is sitting right now with their options. And for how they, they've kind of um, pushed the, this small amount of guys who we could easily see being, you know, the next champion. Now, you know, the fly in the soup there is that other world championship that I think kind of stinks things up a little bit. Well, you know what? We're not talking about that one, Justin, because it's nope. not a real world champion. Agree. Agree. <laughs> we did not consider the uh, Seth Rollins created world championship belt you guys i i apologize if that's your favorite title in the wwe <laughs> out there in the listening universe not gonna do it not so gonna well, do that one do you do you guys agree with me about where each promotion is sitting as as far as their potential contenders um i think there's more like i said i think there's more options in aew but i do feel that there's a couple in wwe that are extremely logical which is, yeah, which I was kind of getting into where I think our, our lists are going to be pretty similar on that side. Yeah. And so I, I do think they've done a good job building up strong possible challengers who haven't really been in that picture or or who haven't been in the picture in quite a long time, I would say. I think, yeah, there's two to three that are very high on that list where, again, AEW is so interchangeable and it is week to week especially after Wednesday night where I counted eight characters that have a tie, whether they're a strong one or a light one that have a tie to the world champion right now in a story. That's nuts. I don't think I've seen that in years. If we have time after the AEW discussion at the very end of the pod, depending on what the runtime is at, you know, as long as we're not like two hours and 15 minutes here, I want to talk a little dynamite cheap plug. I'm doing dynamite reviews over on SE scoops. Now the receipt column Drosty's dynamite receipt, check it out. SE scoops.com. We'll be doing those every week as well as SmackDown. So there's some things from dynamite. I kind of want to talk about that. I got into in my review. If we have time tonight, if not, I'll save it for our Facebook group. All right, go ahead. Justin, are we starting? Let's do it. WWE side. 
Here we go. I'm going to start with my honorable mention. And he's really only on my list for one reason. And that's because he's holding a briefcase that says that he gets a shot at the world title whenever he wants to cash that in. And that's Damian Priest. I don't see any world where he's the one to take the title off of Roman Reigns. But just because he has that briefcase, I kind of wanted to throw him on here as an honorable mention. Uh, I think it's far more likely that he goes after that world heavyweight championship of Seth Rollins, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. And who knows it, you know, it might be past WrestleMania by the time he actually cashes that in. Yeah. I, I kind of considered him too. I didn't end up even typing him on my list, but he, I mean, pods in my head for the same reason that you listed for sure. Um, you want me to go with an honorable mention that's on my list? Uh, um, okay. Well, real quick, how okay. do we want to, okay. Let's say one of your honorable mentions is on our list. Do we just talk about them then? I think let's just go into our top five because okay, let's do they'll it. probably almost all come up. Okay. We, and, and then if any aren't mentioned, we can kind of recap with the honorable mentions at the end. Sounds good. Okay. Um, so I'll start with my number five. All right. This might be number one in the heart for me. This is the guy who I would love to see dethrone Roman Reigns. Just doesn't make sense storyline-wise. There's really no history. I don't see any way that they go this direction. Uh, the heel babyface dynamic doesn't make sense. But he's the number one reason why I ever check out WWE these days. And that is Gunther. Okay. I have him on my list, but higher. All right. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. okay. Yes. Well, let's I, talk I do about have it. Where is he okay. on your list? I have Gunther at number two. Holy shit. Really? <laughs> I do. Wow. I know. Continue, Ryan. Yeah. I, I mean... Tell, tell me why, and I mean, can you give me like some tiny little bit of fantasy booking of how we'd even get there? I, I mean, I think it's just his domination as the IC champion for over a year. I mean, they've done a good job building him up. He seems like a strong challenger. He hasn't been, nothing has happened to him to weaken him. We haven't seen him, you know, get that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So it would be fresh. It would be something that would solidify him if he were to to capture that title, obviously, right away uh, as a main eventer forever. You know, whoever does beat Roman is going to be solidified. And, you know, this is a way there's other names on this list where there's there's people who already are in that main event picture. He's kind of like he's in that warrior role right now. You know, the dominant IC champion that they elevated to face Hogan and he took it off Hogan. I mean, he's not. He's not like that baby face character, obviously, in waiting and not similar in that respect. But I feel feel like he's similar in that he's very strong. He's held the IC title. He's a logical champ. They could even have him do it as the IC champion. Mm. You know? Is there is there a way that they just keep pushing his dominance and maybe he breaks away from the other two guys in Imperium to maybe push mm. him as a baby face? I just I, I, I have a hard time seeing the crowd get behind him as a baby face. And I, I have a very hard time seeing oh, them. I, I didn't even consider him being a baby face. I feel like 
Roman WWE doesn't care so much about that dynamic, to be honest with you. Like Roman is such a he's a tweener. Like he still gets cheered by a lot of people, even though he's a heel. I think you can do the match with his character right now because so much of the audience these days just wants to see good matches anymore. And they recognize him as a star. Gunther becoming a star. And I think people will be interested in it just because it's super fresh. I mean, I don't. Yeah, you don't have that classic baby face heel dynamic, but I, I think you can still do it. I really do. I mean, and I, it, I don't think he would. Bre- I honestly don't think he'd break away. And in, in my vision, he was still with Imperium and it was just like a dominant force versus a dominant force. Um, maybe, you know, it'd be Gunther winning the rumble or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where I was. at. I just I just see him as a logical guy in waiting right now and above some of the more tired options. Okay. Oh, uh, Jesse, what do you think? Yeah. Jesse, is oh, he Jesse. on your list? I mean, I know he's your boy. He's number one, number one on my heart list. Oh, by a mile. Okay. My number one on the honorable mention. Okay. For uh-huh. all of the reasons Ryan mentioned, I, however, I think he's going to be chasing the raw world title down. And that's what, absolutely makes my blood boil that they added this championship back in because everything that Mr. Drossi just laid out just sets the table perfectly for him to walk in and challenge Roman at some point in time and dethrone him because I think that's exactly what he's going to do on the raw side I think he's Mm going to challenge Rollins he might even do it with the intercontinental championship he's going to win it and then he's going to relinquish the IC championship they'll have a tournament for that call it good so i'm just using my head in that aspect i just don't think that the wwe is leaning that way but i like your version so much better ryan yeah i mean again it doesn't it doesn't work from the current brand split but just in my mind i was thinking long term who are people who would be worthy of of the spot and i felt like he was were very worthy of the spot. I mean, we've seen people switch brands. It could happen. I agree with you. It's more likely he beats Rollins. I guess I was trying to just not think about that fake title. Belt. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why I have yeah, the head heart where he's at right now. It makes the most sense. Uh, but yeah, I mean, him and Roman is a way more appealing match. Like it's not even remotely close. I mean, but to, to I don't want to spoil my whole list, but I mean, I have other people on my list who d- it doesn't work from the brand situation right now but there's wwe doesn't care about this brand split they've there's already been tons of movement back and forth i mean the only reason it's more rigid with him is because he has a title belt but i mean other than that they don't really care people are already moving back and forth so i didn't i I didn't really factor in the brands too much in my list yeah i don't think there's any reason to factor it in too much and they have the built-in uh way around it that I, i think we need to have a a deeper discussion on uh, when we get a little bit further into our lists here. So I'll, I'll be bringing it up again. Yeah. Should we just have Justin go through his list? And then if no, we have those guys no, no, on, no. I, okay. no, I, need to, I need to hear you guys. Okay. Uh, so one of you, give me your, your number five, Ryan. Solo Sokoa. What? Yes. It makes yeah, sense. No. Yes, it does. Hell yeah. He's they're building. They're clearly building him up for something like this. Okay, he's the, he's the bloodline guy that you know they've they've teased with the turn. 
They're keeping him pretty strong overall. I mean, yeah, it's repetitive. They can basically do the exact same thing they did with Jey Uso with him and get him hot. Um, I mean, slightly different, but even you know what they did with Sammy, you know, with a turn, a turn on Roman. I think that they can get to it very easily. I think they got it in their back pocket. And I think they see him as one of those types. Otherwise, they wouldn't have him in this group. So, I mean, that's why he's number five. I don't think it's super likely, but I do have him at number five. I, I have him above someone like Drew McIntyre because Drew's an old option. Drew's future is a little bit uncertain. You know, we've talked on this show about how we think he's probably at least verbally committed to something the way that he's been on TV, but we don't know for sure. Maybe not. Maybe he'll be out of there. Uh, so with his, his future murky with him being a former world champion that they never really gave another opportunity to, I just don't see him in that top five, even though you could easily make the argument for it. So I, I saw solo Sokoa as someone that could get into that argument. And, you know, I'm sure this guy might be on one of your lists. I don't think LA Knights in that top five. He was in my long list, but I'm like, mm, I don't know, man. I'm I'm not convinced that they would consider having him beat Roman Reigns. I'm just I know that's what they're working right now. You know, they just started this angle and they they did the angle at the live show in Kansas City too over the weekend. But do you really think he's going to beat Roman Reigns? I mean, he's super popular, but are we sold that WWE behind the scenes believes him in this guy enough for that kind of position after years of reigns? I'm I'm not sold on that. So he was in my honorable mentions as well. I mean, he'd be in my top six. He'd probably be next on my list, to be honest with you. But I, I don't think we should talk about LA Knight yet. Because I have a feeling he's gonna be on on somebody's list. Uh, I am stunned. Stunned by solo being I mean, I get it makes sense storyline wise, but it does. I think that is just such a lesser version of what they could have done with Jay Uso at SummerSlam or Sami Zayn uh, right before WrestleMania. I, I think if they did that at WrestleMania 40, that would make all their decisions or opportunities to take the title off of them before look all that much worse. You know, and those are decisions that, you know, I think we kind of slammed in the moment. So I think there's I, a good op, there's a good chance maybe that we are saying that depending on who beats him anyways. But, true. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I just I have not heard enough from him or seen enough from him in the ring to to think that he can be the one. I mean, I don't like think it'd I be said, soon. I think it'd be way down. The, I don't think oh, it'd be WrestleMania. I don't think it'd be WrestleMania. Either. This would be I think like it'd be a, way down the line. This is like a Roman and Paul saying, "Yeah, we're not ready to drop it yet. I yeah. think we're going to break Hogan's record." <laughs> Yeah, I just, when I look at the roster, I see him as like a guy in waiting. They've done so many matches with Roman where he's beat all these people. So he, again, it's a fresher name. Maybe they go that direction, do another. Because like, what what was a comment from Heyman? That, what inning did he say this bloodline fucking stuff third. was in? Bottom yeah. of the third. So like, who knows? It could be way, Heyman. I mean, it'd be way down the line. But I, eventually, obviously, they're going to wrestle. But can, can we agree that Roman holding the belt after WrestleMania 40 would be real fucking bad. Well, it depends. So much can happen. Remember WrestleMania, was it WrestleMania 32 where they had all the injuries right before it and it yes. changed the card so much? Yes. Who knows? Like they could be dead set on finally doing the Cody thing. And then Cody gets injured 
And so they just give him a totally different match. He retains, and then they do solo Sokoa at SummerSlam. You know, like so many things could happen. <laughs> Greg Coleman in the chat. Yeah, the bloodline is in the fifteenth inning. Yeah. Great comment. I I agree. I agree. It's it's gotten very old, but yeah. Minds of futures play as well because it's going to require some getting traded or moving over, but it's extremely logical. My number five is Seth Rollins. I have him on my list. Yeah. It's super easy to do. He has a winning record against Roman Reigns. He's, I mean, he has a disqualification win over Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble 2022. There's the shield history. He can completely play into that. It's as simple as Gunther defeating Seth Rollins. And with Gunther being so dominant, Seth can go, well, I'm moving over to SmackDown or they'll just kind of write in some random way and then he'll chase Roman and then we'll get the we'll get the battle of the theme musics and the crowd is on SmackDown doing their rendition and getting behind Seth and rallying against Roman. So this is more of a futures play. Suppose that Roman gets to be the one standing on top of WrestleMania 40. He he is number three on my list. Justin's Justin head Hedlund. is about to just go nuclear. He's, because he's one of one of the most popular guys on the roster. Sadly, the history he is. that you mentioned. Yeah. It's just logic. It is logic. It's very logical, especially WWE booking. So I got I gotta say, like, you know, Solo Sokoa and, and Seth Rollins, they never even crossed my mind on being on my list. And I believe in, and it's because my list is so heavily biased that the change is going to happen at WrestleMania 40. Cause like, wait, to your point, I can't see them gearing up for Seth Rollins by then. I don't think that really makes sense, you know, but it, possible, but I, I, I think that'd be a rush or a panic job, or even to Ryan's point, it'd be a WrestleMania 32 situation where mm -hmm. the one or two guys that they have in mind drop and, and they need to insert somebody else, uh, into that main event picture. It's yeah. as simple as they bump uh -oh. each other backstage. I'm just saying, I've, I've seen it happen before with the WWE. Oh no. So did you catch yeah. all that? Uh, it went blank for a couple of seconds, and then it like sped up real quick. Okay, can you can yeah. you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay, it, you're fluctuating between two and three bars out of four, though, on what I'm seeing from your connection. It says well, it says five out of ten. <laughs> oh no, Let's maybe I happens. do have the Kyle Ross connections. It's not good. <laughs> Okay. No, what I was I saying was have frogs humping in the uh, pool behind you. Cause that's what always happened when his connection would cut out the frogs in his backyard would start going nuts. Uh, I have everything closed down too on this entire, <laughs> in this entire computer, except for what's happening right now. No, I just said that it's as simple as, as Seth and Roman bumping into each other backstage at their survivor series, or Royal rumble. And that just that tiny little seed can just play into a story later on. Yeah. I, I, I think the, Biggest point in favor of Seth Rollins is the fact that, you know, he challenged him during this thousand day reign. And that was, you know, the closest or, or most even outcome they've, they've had because of the disqualification that I, I don't think anybody else has come out of a match looking as strong as Seth Rollins did. Yeah. 
All right. So my number four. Um, I'm not even like a big fan of this guy. Uh, I am not even remotely as high on him as other people. I can't fucking believe he is on my list and not Ryan Drosty's list. That's LA Knight. Wow. Yeah. Number four. Okay. I mean, just, just because like he gets the reactions, you know, the, the crowd fucking loves, you know, the call and response with him, uh, by all, uh, I don't know what you'd call it rumors or whatnot. I mean, he's moving merch, you know, he's a big time seller in, in that department. Uh, he's a fan favorite and I just, I see a world where he wins the Royal rumble and challenges Roman reigns. If this momentum keeps up having said that, like I said, this is more of a head, uh, nomination for me, not a heart. And that's because like, I haven't, not that you need to be great in ring, but in today's age, kind of need to be pretty good and i just i I, there's not a la night match that i've seen that stands out in any way shape or form Um, that's that's where i think hunter would not be sold because yes he sells the merch for sure he's very popular you you know you get into the thing though like is the guys wrestling over is it the chant that's over and yes i just don't know man i it looks like they're gonna go to this soon I think he's just going to be a stopgap guy that Roman works for a little while, you know, to get us through a few more months before we get to that WrestleMania season. And they're, they're teasing it right now as of SmackDown last week and the live shows over the weekend. So I, yeah, I considered him for my list. I just don't see it happening. Now, maybe he does it and I'll look stupid in a couple of months, but I, <laughs> I, I don't just, think so. I, I just, I can't imagine that. That's why I didn't put him in my top five. Jesse, your thoughts. I have him at four also. Oh, how about that? I don't see it. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> no, I but here, here's the thing. All three of us have been jaded, so we've been conditioned to being let down watching the WWE for the last two and two decades, 25, 30 years plus. I think anything after, what would it be, after Austin, would you say? More or less. So, yeah, and obviously, I, I guess if I had maybe like the – the 2020 vision of a 15 year old who just started watching this, he'd be number one or two on my list. Right. But for the reasons that we're, we're seasoned pro wrestling fans and also pretty objective with our lists. I have to keep my enthusiasm tempered and put them down at four. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you guys will be right, but I, I don't know. I think he's just, they're going to do something here. And uh, they'll move on. I think they're satisfying the crowd who wants to see the match and have been, have really gotten behind them. But, you know, I mean, is WWE going to push a 40-year-old guy with all that time and impact? I don't know. I just, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I mean, it's a, it's a really fresh look. It's something that they haven't had in a long time. A lot of yeah. people have been in the ethos, the, the WWE system. And this guy's an outsider. Well, you guys, you guys know who is number two on my list and number three and number five. So you'll know pretty soon probably where I'm going with mine. Because number four, I got Jay Uso at number four. <laughs> Justin. What? 
Yeah. Why not? I mean, they moved I'm to I'm looking brands. at you kind of funny right now, Justin. I got, I'm got. i really curious to hear the rest of your list. Go on, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jey Uso has the story. Yes, they, they did the match. He didn't succeed. But most of these people that are top contenders have wrestled Roman. Um, it's something that they could easily go back to. You know, they've been testing out Jay now on Raw away from the bloodline specifically to see if he can thrive more on his own. Good point. And so if, if he continues to thrive, which he has done, eventually you go back to it. I mean, it's it's an option. I think that this would be a safe, again, like if the plan was Cody at Mania and something, God forbid, you know, Cody tore his peck again or something, this, is, well, this would be an easy one to go back to. All right, like the people loved it. Let's do Jay and Roman again. You know, is, is this another post forty title change, or do you think you could you could you see Jay Uso uh, dethroning Roman Reigns at WrestleMania forty? I could see it happening. I don't think it's going to happen. That's why he's number four on my list. Okay. But I I see him was I'm pretty. I mean, number one. I mean, clearly where I'm going, I have Cody number one. I still, I just, what? I can't turn. Spoilers. I, I I mean, you know, the whole rest of my list and I, I can't not talk about it without getting into this. I think Cody's by far the most likely thing. I mean, are you kidding me? Cody Rhodes, Philadelphia, the red, white, and blue superhero in the city of the founding of the United States. Oh, man. I mean, Vince, insert Vince McMahon gif falling over excited right now. Like this is, it matches up perfectly. Yes, we all thought they should have done it last year. It seems clear as day they're going back to it. And Michael Jenkinson, you're in the chat. You know, Philadelphia, you're going to be there. You can do everything with the red, white, and blue. They'll love it. It's To me, it's pretty clear that's where they're going. Even if it's not, like, I'm not as high on Cody as everyone else. The act's wearing pretty thin on me at this point in time. But people still love the guy, and he still moves a ton of merch. So I can't hate it too much. So just from a logic perspective, he's clearly my number one. Still, I I can't move him off of that spot. Adrenaline is not in Justin Joint's soul. (laughs) Every thought is out of control. The cat's out of the bag. Uh, I'm assuming Cody is on your list. Jesse, where's he at? Number one. Okay. (laughs) Justin deflated. No. The little boy uh, no, just is going to go to bed. And I'm cry using out. my head Listen, here, unfortunately. Th- okay, I had him number three. This is the epitome. Okay. This is the epitome of he's the most logical choice. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a big fan of him. Yeah. Um, I think he looked like a nerd losing at 39, and then never bringing bringing it up that he was cheated out of it and deserved a rematch. And now it seems like the story is going to be that he's fucking scared of Roman Reigns. Uh, I think that's kind of lame. Uh, I'm not really into the Uber red, white, and blue stuff either. I mean, he is Homelander to, Homelander to me. He he is a heel, and I get heel vibes from him when he's trying to be a babyface. He just comes off as unlikable, and it, it just seems like a big part of it is the crowd likes yelling woo or yeah, whatever the fuck they sing at the beginning of his song. It makes sense. I, I I get it. I get why he's number one on your guys' list. I get why he's probably going to be the one standing tall at the end of WrestleMania 40. Just ain't for me. That's not where my heart is. So he's Love number it. three. He's number three on my list. 
He's four on my heart list. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's down towards the bottom on the heart list. Just you guys wait. Just you wait. Philadelphia. <laughs> he's going to take that title. He's going to get on the Cody Express. They're going to bust them all. He's going to bust over to Independence Hall. He's going to walk in there. He's going to read the Declaration of Independence aloud with the belt over his shoulder. He's going to change the words. It's not going to be about the King of England. It's going to be about Roman Reigns. And he's declared his ind- the title has declared its independence from Roman Reigns. And then he's going to walk up front in that room, Justin. He's going to sit in the George Washington chair. And he's just going to pose. And Cody will pose. And they'll go off the explains air. explains where America see. is in 2024 right now. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, number one. He's got to be my number one. So, or which, which numbers of you guys have we not talked about? You guys I, got my, I, my five now. I still have my one and two. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, where where are you at? Where are you at, Jesse? I have, so I what, mentioned one. Five and four, so I have two and three left. All right, give me your three. Three is Jey Uso. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. For the exact same reasons, again, that Ryan's mentioned, I think you can go back to it. Here is the problem current day, is that thrown in a tag team with Cody Rhodes, and then they go out and win the tag titles. And then the next week, they lose them. I believe that was Monday, which made absolutely no sense to me. Neat. Right? And all of this is leading into, we think, Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania. But that's going to take a lot of time. Why don't you use the time between now and WrestleMania to have Jay Uso just go on a huge single streak? So maybe you can then play with him going back to SmackDown and running down Roman. Boy, if if they want to keep Jey Uso in their back pocket as a possible audible call, you know, approaching WrestleMania or even after that, Jess, you've pointed out many times, he needs a lot of singles wins. A lot of them. Yeah. Justin, two? Number two. Uh, and he would not he even been on my list possibly a week ago. Drew McIntyre. I fucking loved his promo on Seth Rollins and the reasons he would have to be the one to beat Roman Reigns. I I think besides from uh, Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania 39, his match against Roman Reigns, I think, was the most believable moment in person to be the one to beat Roman Reigns for that title. Once we really got into that long stretch. Um, So, you know, he has issues with the bloodline and, you know, keep going back to 2020, you know, winning the championship in front of nobody. You know, I, I still think that's important. Like he, he could really use that moment in front of the fans. He, he's a great worker. He's a great talker. You know, he's somebody that can carry this company. He carried them for the beginning of that pandemic. And, you know, we try not to use the word or we have at least been made fun of for using the word deserved on this podcast. But I feel like he's somebody who deserves that kind of moment. Um, And you just know it'd be a humper of a match at WrestleMania 40 against Roman Reigns. That, you know, there's the issue of, is he signed long-term? is is why you can certainly call into question this choice. And 
this is a heavy heart pick. Uh, doesn't really make sense. I think with the head, I long-term I'm assuming he's probably, if he's staying with WWE, he's probably going to end up a, a heel. And if he's going to win any championship, it's probably going to be that stupid one around Seth Rollins waist. You've got a fan in the chat with your Drew McIntyre pick though. Yeah. David Jenkinson. Oh, okay. Nice. Right on cue as well. As soon as you said Drew McIntyre, that, that comment came in. Yeah. Uh, and then Greg mentioned in the chat too, the closer Roman gets to Hogan's title, uh, record, does WWE just screw it, say screw it and have Roman eclipses Mark too. It, what the it, fuck like, does it mean though? It's not like, it's not a record. It's just one person's record. I don't understand yeah. that. It's not like, right. Cause like, go, San go beat Bruno. And, yeah. 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 To, 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 in their eyes, the modern record, I guess, you know, like post expansion, um, it would be, and you know, they've already played with this record too. Too, Cause you remember they put the, the graphic on social media that he had eclipsed Hogan, but they, they called it like the WrestleMania era record. So they actually had like subtracted a year and two months from Hogan's number <laughs> and they didn't consider January 84 until March 85, even though it was the same reign because that wasn't part of the WrestleMania era. It's like, what are we doing? I, how, how can you twist history that much? But Moving for Hogan, for Hogan's record, the actual record was 1,474 days. Uh, so Roman would have to hold into like mid September of next year. It's not impossible, you guys. I mean, it's you get hot. to April. It's like, oh, five more months. Let's just do it. Yeah, I could see him doing it. I don't think it's out of the question. I would have thought it was out of the question last spring when we all thought he was going to drop the title and thinking like, you know, man, are they going to are they going to go that long? But it could happen. I could I could I could definitely see them getting to WrestleMania and just being like, man, I'm not sure about this. Five more months. We got some more juice. I, I agree. But I think. You are 100% burying whoever he's in the match with in the main event of WrestleMania 40, especially if it's Cody. Cody, Cody actually, doing, I think it'd be actually fucking hilarious. And then Cody uh, goes back to AEW. <laughs> and I'm not even opposed to, you know, Roman Reigns breaking Hulk Hogan's quote unquote record. I mean, yeah. anytime you can uh, knock down a lying racist piece of shit, I'm all for it. <laughs> uh, but. Oh God! I just like I said, my list is biased towards this. Has to end at WrestleMania 40. I think it's that lineage. I think that's the reason exactly why they're maybe thinking about knocking Hulk's record or modern record down is because of everything you mentioned. He's just a racist, lying pos. <laughs> and by the way, what percentage of the current WWE audience has even heard of Bruno San Martino? Yeah, that's got to be low. Unfortunately, true. very which true. Sucks. Know your history, folks. Yeah. Uh, are, do we just have my number one left and my number two? Yes. Oh. Uh, I suppose we should go with your number two. This is total heart play, but also had Sami Zayn. My number one. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> He's just fallen off so much since that moment. The underdog story. That That has to be all a heart. Yeah. It's it's, uh, 60-40 because they started it. KO just got moved to SmackDown. Sammy started off Raw with the promo saying, I'm here now to start trying to win world championships. And then, of course, for the fourth month in a row, Judgment Day's music hits. 
So it's just that that alter bridge. It's been a running joke. It's just absolutely hilarious. So it's Justin elaborate further on Sami Zayn. Boy, it sure feels like that if the timing had worked out differently and and instead of, I know Montreal played a huge part in that match with Roman Reigns last year before WrestleMania, but if if the timing was a little different and he ended up in the main event of WrestleMania 39, that would have felt like a perfect ending point for this entire, for not only the bloodline story, but for Roman Reigns' title reign. But even more for that, more than that is just nostalgia for WrestleMania 40. And you think about WrestleMania 30. You think about WrestleMania 20. Mm -hmm. And kind of WrestleMania 10 with you had Brett on the come up. It's, you know, obviously he had already been world champion. So, you know, it's not a one of one, but. He, you know, a smaller guy in that time, uh, having his big moment. WrestleMania 20, you had Redacted finally having his moment. The Worker getting his world championship. WrestleMania 30, the greatest wrestler in ring of all time, Daniel Bryan, getting his moment. So WrestleMania 40, why not have who I think is uh, one of the best in-ring workers of all time, Sami Zayn. I mean, he's, he's also a great personality. He can cut the promo. He, he just feels like the right baby face to do it. He was earlier this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's my number two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I wish it would have happened. I was, I was all in on it at Ooh. the time, but. Yeah, think about that. February 2023, two red hot baby faces that could have dethroned the evil champion. Them and their record book. So can't risk it. At the time, we thought because they got the Cody story to play out. And then that didn't happen either. Too many ships have sailed, as David said in the chat. So we, we all think it's going to be Cody. Like yes. if we had to bet money, we think it's going to be Cody. Mm-hmm. Um. I think this is going to be really, really, really shitty because do you think Cody Rose is going to win the Royal Rumble back to back? Probably not, but I don't know for sure. (laughs) we're, We're staring down the Royal Rumble winner, not picking Roman Reigns as their opponent at WrestleMania. Right, like Gunther winning it and picking Seth. Gunther, yeah. L.A. Knight. I mean, I just, I that my gut is telling me that's what we're going to end up seeing, unless we have somebody like Sami Zayn win it, or I mean, even some of your guys' picks, you know, Jay Uso or Solo. I mean, I, I'm I'm very concerned about the Royal Rumble this year. Might make it more interesting, though, Justin. If it's not so obvious, you know. And that apps an absolute shithole of a stadium too. I still can't believe they're running it there. <laughs> the worst baseball stadium in the country. I mean, Jesus. Oh. Yeah, I guess Florida hasn't had enough live wrestling. 
gotta have that. They gotta have the rumble too. And the circus the down there. Thunder down I, there. I apologize to those of you who are in Tampa listening right now, but come on. All right, should we move to AEW? Oh, I got one more honorable mention. Oh, okay. Uh, Lexus King. <laughs> oh no. No. Dedicated no? to his uh, stepfather. Yeah. Oh. Hey, in my in my heart list, I had CM Punk for the anarchy that it would cause. Ooh. Oh my God! Can you imagine? There's no fucking way, but I love it. <laughs> hey, exactly. Who who was your guys's other honorable mentions? Or did we cover them all? I think we covered them all because I had LA Knight on my honorable mentions. I had Drew on my honorable mentions. I think that was it for me. Heart. I had Kevin Owens as well in my. Yeah, I thought about him too, but in my heart, seen it too many couldn't times. do it in my head. I've seen it too many times. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They always exactly. have really good matches too, but yeah. All right, Justin, take us to AEW. Oh shit. I don't even know where to begin here. No one does <laughs> this. I mean, I feel like I'm going to fuck everything up just with my number five. Well, there's a good opener. <laughs> this co- this conversation's fucked. See you later. Well, let's get into it. Uh, All right. Here we th- th- go. This is, he is on my list because of my head, because this is what makes the most sense. I just have zero interest in it because I don't want to see him as world champion. I'd rather see this person cost MJF the world championship. So my number five is Adam Cole. So before the injury, obviously, I fantasy booked this to happen quite a lot, but I feel like the injury threw things off. I'm also going to tell you, man, this Roddy Strong stuff, I think it drags him down. It has gotten brutal. They have done way too much of that. Like that segment was not even close to funny last night. Make the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Him spitting it out was too much. All right, I gotta go now. I mean, come on. I skipped it. I skipped it. I, oh, I, I come I, on. I suffered through it the past two weeks. I, I and I was like, nope, not this week. I'm not fucking watching mm. it unless I hear great things about it. I mean, the the injury and then you know having him do all those segments. It's it's dragged him down so much. Not that he was super high in the card before, but like when I was arguing for it before the injury, it was like the logical thing to do. You know, to really put him over as a heel with a heel turn. I just don't see it anymore. I, I did not have him in my top five. Um, he oh. was on, no, he w- he was on my longer list of eight people. He's in my in my eight. He's one of my three honorable mentions, but I, I didn't have him in my top five. What about you, Jesse? High honorable mention from my head as well, only because of the injury. Whoa. <laughs> Justin if, if he weren't if he weren't injured, he'd be pretty high on my list. Same, same. The injury okay. has changed the trajectory just too much for me at this point. Two injuries, two big ones in the last yeah. 15 months. Yeah. I you, yeah. you can't trust that if you're an owner. Yeah, I, I think that factors in with people on this list, too. It, it, considering, you know, the way this title lineage, lineage has gone. Yeah. You know, when it comes to injuries. All right. Um, Jesse, who's your number five? Can't believe I got to knock this guy this guy down here ricky starks he's also mine yep he was Wait. five of mine as well i'm so sad i am so <laughs> just, he's just done he's done what is going on tonight? in my in my heart list he's number three he is number three on my heart list he's number five on my head list 
He's yeah. lost. I there. He's doing phenomenal work on the mic right now. He's primarily being featured on Collision. Is there an avenue to get him back? Does he have to go back to back in this Eliminator tournament? Which, by the way, Tony Khan, if you don't book four people from our lists in this tournament, you're a coward. Agree. Mm-hmm. You need to start putting your top 12 performers in these tournaments, like all of them. Don't be afraid to have somebody lose. I just don't really, I'm not concrete as to where Ricky Starks is going, is where he, what direction he's going. I don't necessarily, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Danielson losses helped him, helped elevate him to say, hey, he's mm-hmm. a, he is a player. I'm just looking at the next four guys on my list and go, he's the, he's just not quite to that standard. Same. I I toyed with him between I hate it, four Ryan and, five. and Justin. I hate it. <laughs> I I had him at four at one point, and then I actually bumped him down. He was he was four and five in mine. Uh, I think I actually bumped him down about an hour before we went on the air. But yeah, I have him as number five as well. He's he's number three on my list, and I thought that was going to be like low compared to you guys. At least, oh, wow, at least low compared to Jesse. I, I'm I am shocked right now. I told you I I had a head and a heart list. I'm uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, not, I'm not thrilled. He he needs some big wins. That's for sure before he feels like he's truly ready for the main event stage. And then you factor in that he's in a, you know, a tag team champion right now. Uh, this is definitely one that would be a little bit further down the road, although a year ago, I my prediction was that he was going to win it at uh, Winter is Coming because he lost to MJF, you know, one year ago. So I figured, you know, he's going to be the man. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I For me, the only question is his commitment to AEW because all the rumors are is that, you know, he could be WWE bound. You know, he's great friends with Cody. Uh, from everything I've heard, he's a bit of a loner backstage when it comes to AEW. Uh, th- that could not be true, by the way. That this—that's me reading the inter- internet. But uh, yeah, uh, number three on my list. God, I am shook right now. I've got about a ten percent small insider intel on Ricky Starks, which I can talk about off air. Um, yeah, I, I do think he's. So if you were to ask me, like six months ago i wasn't really seeing it with him like he was one of those guys that always you could kind of see moving up the car but i just didn't see him in that main event scene I, a lot of people were talking about it i just couldn't get myself there with him and then the punk feud and then you know what he did with brian now i do see him in that conversation for sure and his his like mic work has gotten way way better mm-hmm. i just I couldn't put him higher than some of the names that are coming up. He's in my top, you know, he's, he's in my top five. I have him at number five. So that, I mean, that that's still nothing to scoff at. I just don't have him higher than I, that. I think he came out of that, that brief, uh, war of words with Adam Copeland looking better than, uh, Copeland did. I, I thought Adam looked real bad. Speaking of looking shook. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Agree. There's some merit to Sean's comment there in the chat as well. MJF's reign just hasn't felt important. I mean, yeah, it. the belt hasn't. I mean, some of that is other things going on in the company. 
-hmm. it's also MGF doing the tag team thing. Honestly, like it just, it felt like he wasn't that concerned with it for a while. It was almost like a prop. I think we are heading back to, I mean, you mentioned what happened on dynamite. We are heading back to that title. (laughs) Sounds weird. The world title being elevated, but more importance coming back to it, you know, getting away from some of these other stories, but yeah, we'll see. So we all have them on the list just at different points. Uh, Justin, you want to share your number four? Uh, I've got two crossed off. Um, okay, you got three. Yeah, you did five and three, right? Yes. Okay. So let's hear one of you. Do you guys have a five or a four? <clears throat> um, well, five was Starks for me, and I got Jay White at number four. I don't see it happening at full gear. Curious. I don't see it happening at full gear. I wouldn't say impossible though. And he's elevated his game so much. He's not that he wasn't already good, but like people are really taking note of him more so than just the new Japan fans now. Me? Yeah. So like I could, and he's, he's leading this faction. They've, you know, put a lot of steam behind in recent weeks. I, I could definitely see it happening, even if it was just a short term thing. So I I just looked at him versus Starks. These were the two I kept flipping back and forth. And I thought in this moment in time, based on how TV is going right now, he's a little more likely. So that's why I had him at number four. Jesse, is he on yours? He is on my list. Have you mentioned Jay White yet, Justin? Nope, he's not on my list. Not even on my honorable mentions. Oh, wow. And, no, and I like him. Yeah. I, just, I, I just can't see him winning at full gear. I, okay. I think that would be a very bad outcome for the story okay. they're telling. And I would be shocked to see them run it back uh, very quickly. I have Jay White higher than a lot of you. Oh, oh. I have him at th- I have him at two. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. There, uh, this outcome, I have it 65-35 MJF right now. Yeah, I don't think it's impossible at all. I, don't, White, I wouldn't say likely, but like you, I think there, it, there's a possibility of it. I think it's it, it's the opportunity. I don't think it's due to the talent. I don't. I mean, he's very talented, but I mean, I think there's a couple people lower on this list that are a little bit more talented than he is. I just think he's it's right place, right time for him right now. I think the odds look mm-hmm. good, so that's why I have him at two. It. <laughs> He's been heavily protected. He hasn't been pinned yet. I it, What's the history of a world title changing hands when the story going in is the heel stole the belt? Like, I, I, I just don't see him. Uh, that That's kind of a big reason why I don't think he's going to win at full gear because he's been holding it for weeks now, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. You just never know. I know that, like I said, the the world is kind of high on Jay White. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't I don't I don't know. I have a sneaking suspicion. Like I said, I think MJF's going to retain, but just because recency mm-hmm. bias, I have Jay White a lot higher. And, and to your guys's point, I mean, Bullet Club Gold is one of the hottest factions going right now. It's just to me, you can't with the storyline they're telling especially with the the oopsie they did a week ago. Mm, yeah. Um, okay. So who is number four on your list, Jesse? 
Or Justin, you're raising your hand. Justin, go. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I still have my number four. I didn't know if you guys still had your four. No, that's my four. Jay White's number four on mine. Okay. So my number four, probably super out of left field. And it, it's one that would be down the road a little bit uh, because of contract stuff. But my number four is Will Ospreay. Hmm. Okay. There's really nothing storyline wise as to why this would make sense. This would probably have to be something like maybe MJF turns heel at the, you know, in January when he gets his new big contract and Will Ospreay officially joins AEW. It's just, it's a matter of this is exactly the kind of wrestler I think uh, Tony Khan is into, you know, someone that can go, go, go in the ring uh you know world recognition uh might not from his words be around for a long time uh so yeah i don't know uh just somebody who jumped out at me fair i didn't really consider him to be honest with you i don't have my on my list at all but i could see that i thought about it for my honorable mentions so I'm, I'm probably the highest on Will Ospreay in this group, I would imagine. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like him a lot, but yeah. I, di- I didn't think about I think it's likely that yeah he ends up there, but we'll see. So so much of this is just like I'm looking at the lineage of, of this title and how you're trying to, to, to prop it up. And I know there's guys we're going to talk about like who it might be their second or third world championship, and I don't know what that does for for the title of the promotion to kind of run it back. Uh, so why not put it on someone who's widely regarded as one of the best in the world who hasn't held it before, you know, and that's, that's kind of the slam on somebody like Starks and somebody else we haven't gotten to yet is that they don't feel like they're quite ready. You know, I think Osprey would be ready as soon as he becomes all elite. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, we're in synergy on number fours with the wavelength we're thinking. I have Kenny Omega at number mm. four. Mm. Honorable mention for me. That little, that little tiny interaction they had the other night. Wow. And Kenny, <laughs> Kenny's been, mention. Kenny's been batting five hundred this year in terms of his win loss record. I, I'm actually amazed that they mentioned that on Don Callis was mentioned that in a commentary. Kudos to him there. But you can't, obviously, I think overall in, in ring, he, well, no, he's probably number two. I was going to say the best wrestler in, the, in that promotion, but no, he's not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think, but just in, in terms of just overall popularity and when AEW was founded, I think the first name from an in-ring perspective you thought of was Kenny Omega. And we've never, that was the first time we'd ever seen MJF and Kenny Omega interact on TV. So mm-hmm. if MJF does retain, which I'm going to say that he is, why not have Kenny be the guy to 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 cut him down? And just that the lineage is still going to be up there. I I just need to see more from Kenny Omega. He just doesn't really intrigue me much right now. Uh, the stuff with Don Callis has been meh, and I don't know. I I just feel like it would be going backwards to put it on put it on him right now. He just he doesn't feel like. Kenny Omega from even like three years ago, four years ago. 
that was part of the story that they played in 2019 going into 2020 was he wasn't himself and he had to go back to the cleaner to win the to win the tournament and then defeat Moxley at Winter is Coming. Yeah. So maybe that's their maybe you're going to try to respin that story once again and it, and it'll lead into something. But sequels actually, no, are never as good as the original. That might not be true, but we're we're going to get into that later. We'll get into that later. I am stunned. He's only an honorable mention for you, Justin. This is where you made my head explode. Well, good. And also my head's exploding because I got to pour more Eagle Rare because I'm out here. I, I just poured more in mine. Oh, dear. I know. What'd you say, I Justin? Poured, I just poured more in mine. <laughs> oh, man, things could get out of control here. All right, I'll um, get a shot here in a second. <laughs> do you want to know where Kenny Omega is on my list since we're talking about him? Oh, God. Do I? Do I want to know? Y- you might as well, Ryan. Let's Number one. I'm going to go grab a shot. Ryan, continue. <laughs> Justin just walked out. He made everybody just what? walk off. Oh, man. I mean, they played. <laughs> Let me wait for him to put his headphones in because I'm the only one speaking right now. <laughs> Jesse left. What? Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I, I mean, they played in. So you mentioned not feeling like the old Kenny Omega. And. He felt like the old Kenny Omega to me last night. That match he had with Kyle Fletcher was outstanding. Agree. And then, and then they played into it in that uh, that backstage promo that he cut, you know, earlier in the night, talking about what was on on his list moving forward. And he talked. He said it was like his third goal was to beat or to get the the world title back. And then they even had MJF, you know, come in there. And talk about how he's about to uh, pass him in 13 days. So they, they teased it already. You know, he said, um, yeah, he said he's going to beat. I had to pull up my review from SC Scoops to remember. He beat Kyle. He's going to beat Kyle Fletcher. Match was awesome. Watch it if you didn't see it. He's going to take out the Callis family. And then he said, maybe once again, target the AEW title down the line. So he verbally mentioned that he wants the title back. Then they put him on screen with MJF shaking his hand. MJF says, I've always been a fan of yours, but you know, I'm gonna beat your I'm gonna beat your reign in 13 days. I would love to see these guys main event a pay-per-view. It's been two years since Omega was world champion. It's been a long time. And you know, this is a guy who may be the number two worker in the company behind Danielson. And he showed last night, the dude is unbelievable still. You know, he's had great matches this year. I would love to see him elevated back into that title picture after he's been, you know, doing the trio stuff and the stuff with the Bucks for so long. I was thrilled to see him have a singles match like that on Dynamite last night. I got hyped watching it. Like, finally, that Kenny Omega is coming back. And then when they hinted at it in the promo, I got excited watching it, man. And so when I'm thinking about who could beat MJF, they freaking teased the match last night. So. I had I had to put him at number one. If I would have made this list a week ago, he wouldn't have been number one for me. To if be I honest, made this list pre dynamite, he would have been honorable mention. I probably would. Have, I, yeah, I I might have had him around like four or five, maybe. But after last night, the match he had, that what he said on TV, getting the visual of him and MJF, catapulted him to number one for me. I see David agrees with me in the chat. Yeah, I mean it's that's my number one, Justin. He's just staring. 
look, I don't think it's outrageous at all. I know. I no. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And they certainly teased it last night. I, I just think that's a backwards move for the promotion. Is it uh, though? If you want to elevate the title, like you, we've been saying that the title's taken a back seat. This is freaking Kenny Omega, one of the founders of the company. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait, Justin. You just go on. This is. I mean, I, I honestly, later. I don't have a whole lot to say. Would I love to see this match? Yeah, but I think I would rather see MJF win it. I would rather see MJF, you know, get that big win over Kenny Omega. Uh, I, I think that would do more for him than it would to see a, a title reign with Kenny Omega right now. Like, I mean, like, I don't know where that goes with Kenny Omega. I, it, it just doesn't move me, I guess. The, the, okay. Let me, it makes let's... it makes sense in the head, just not the heart. Okay. There's lots of ways. Ryan, go. Let me, let me tell you something. All right. So let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> we, <laughs> we fantasy booked this title going to Vegas next year. If that's where the show ends up in May, as we expect. And some things have changed along the line with some injuries. And there's another guy I'm going to mention on this list here in a little bit. So, and we talked about buys and we talked about ticket sales and all this stuff. We know at Revolution now, Sting's going to wrestle his farewell match. We don't know where the show's going to be. Justin, I texted you last night. We might have to make a road trip to Revolution. I don't care where it is. Save up those mileage points, dude, because you have said you want to see Sting wrestle. You're going to the farewell match. We got to do it. Got to do it. It's got to be in driving distance. If it was New Orleans. Oh, God. Can you imagine? I just saw you whisper that. I was like, yeah, that'd be. I'd go get another credit card right now. <laughs> you don't have to be driving distance. Save up those points, man. You can make this work. But okay, here's where I'm going with this. Imagine a revolution card that has Sting's farewell match and MJF and Omega on top. That would be an un, right there. Just those two matches. That's unbelievable for pay per view buys. And then let's just say Kenny Omega wins the title right then and there, and you run it back a couple months later. With Omega and Danielson in Vegas, a huge money match, a return match we saw a few years back. They tore the house down. There you go, right, man. Right, Take my hey, money. Stop. Just stop, dude. Stop. I went from six to midnight. You got me. <laughs> That's funny because I was going to say, you're getting an erection, aren't you? You win. <laughs> God. I'm I mean, isn't that a good big timeline to live in right there? Did drown myself a little bit here <laughs> goodness gracious isn't that a good timeline to live in i would love that i would add, and there's certainly younger stars on this list that makes sense and we're going to talk about a couple more here i'm sure i'm just saying over a that is like a seven month period from right now solidify your world title get those big names out there do some buy rates sell some tickets Take advantage of Brian Danielson while he's still there. If he really does walk away in a year, I'm sold. I'm sold right there. You sold me. I mean, you got, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I, I think I'm just negative on Omega right now. And that's probably just be, because of the past year where he's just a, you know, one of a six man match every pay-per-view. Yeah. I think we're finally getting away from that. Jesse, thoughts? Uh, Justin, it's your list. You got to keep going. I think we can start tying tying our loose ends in here. 
yeah. I, I only have one and two left. Do you guys have anything lower? I got two and three left. I have three and one. So you guys got threes. Give us your threes. Go ahead, Jesse. Swerve Strickland. Same. My, my number two. Hmm. For the, I mean, gosh. He's hitting stride right now. Now you got to get him a, a feud win over Hangman. You can, and the way the crowd's going, he's still getting cheers. Maybe he could be the one to be a face against an MJF heel somewhere down the line and win that win that title. I mean, it, it's hard to boo a guy that has a manager that has a tremendous stance, too. Hmm. Yeah, it does. I can't wrap my head around it storyline-wise. He's just somebody I want to see as world champion. I don't think he's there right now. Uh, to a point that Greg Coleman made in our Facebook group earlier, I don't think he needs a long TNT or international championship run in order to get elevated. I think he's just he's right on the cusp of it right now. And personally, I think runs with those titles could possibly even drag him down. Um, you just give him a f- two or three months of wins and being built strong. And I think he could be right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you we're talking about that revolution range. It's just, then you get into who's the heel, who's the baby face that far out. Yeah, I can. If they don't go with the old guard and some of these other bigger names we're talking about, if they go with a new face. New face wise, he's the highest guy on my list right now, for sure. I mean, I got him above Ricky Starks, like I said at the beginning. So, yeah, I had him. I had him firm there at number three. And and you know, and to your point, Ryan, with, with your Omega argument, I don't think he's going to bring the eyeballs that Omega could. You know, as your world champion, not right now. I think down the future, he sure sh- shit will. But it just might be a little too soon. Would love for him to bring a little crossover appeal. Bring some hip-hop flavor in. I mean, he yeah. has. He has from an undercard perspective with Rick Ross, I believe Kevin Gates, handful of others. But let's let let's bring some more big-time heavy hitters in here and get some more eyeballs in the product. He, I mean, he would do a great job. I mean, you had uh, Danielson praising the hell out of him the other day. I mean, just otherworldly praise for him talking about like you hear about how good this guy is, but when you get into the ring with him, it's just another level. Yeah. Is is I I think we need one big borderline like pipe bomb promo, something along that lines just he just he's just one rung away on that ladder to reach the next tier you know so much of this depends on the timeline of when they announce a new tv deal because Mm. they got they have to solidify this tv deal we know that you know live event sales wise the tickets haven't been as strong as they were in years past although they did close really good for dynamite last night when they lowered some ticket prices i saw and then the attendance went way up which was good to see in that Houston suburb, Rosenberg, I think, last night. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, the argument for the more familiar names, like the Kenny Omegas, is that you do a little bit better business as you're trying to, you know, hammer out this TV deal, which I think their current deal expires at the end of 2020, 
2024. So they're going to want to sign, you know, obviously several months in front of that. So like, let's say they work out the new TV deal the next two to six months. After that's in place, then you can take a swing on Swerve for sure. I think, I think you would need, if he's the one to beat MJF, you definitely got to have MJF hold the title several months more, which is not out of the question. Um, but that that is the one thing kind of hanging there in the background is, you know, what's going on with the TV deal? You want to capitalize on that, improve numbers and, and so forth moving forward. So, but yeah, he's he's the highest new name on my list for sure at number three. Anything else to add on him, you guys? Nope. All I got left is my number one. And what do you have left, Jesse? Also one. And I had two, correct? Yeah. I don't know. It might be the same person. I think it is. Pretty <laughs> Brian sure. Danielson? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yep. I had him at two. Yeah. Twos, twos and ones. And yeah, I mean, yeah, they've they've worked before. They had the freaking awesome Iron Man match. It's quite a while ago. Is that revolution? You know, that was six months ago, seven months ago. Seven, yeah, seven months ago. So easy to run this one back. Brian's got a ton of momentum. We've all been on board now for weeks, months. Brian getting one more run with the world title before he pieces out and he's calls it a career. Hopefully not, but maybe that's happening. So why not, man? Everyone wants this. Everybody does. It would be so weird for him to end his time in AW with not holding a singles championship. And as cool as it would have been to see him win the TNT championship and, and treat that like, the IC title was treated back in the day as the workers championship. I mean, let this guy be world champion. You know, and to your point, Ryan, heading into these TV negotiations and you want a big name, somebody who draws eyeballs and numbers. I mean, there are few people in this industry who can work like Omega, but have a higher profile. And that's Brian Danielson. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in my scenario where I got Omega number one and what I painted the picture going into Vegas, he's dropping the title to Brian. So I would have both of them as world champion in the next less than a year. And, you know, and I would say get it to Danielson, you know, build it up and then give it to one of the new guys down the road around like double or nothing like to swerve or something. Yeah, I, I would also have him. Yeah obviously putting over someone on his on his way out if that's what he chooses to do um but i mean yeah they they got the built-in story you know they had that excellent match what was it two years ago at grand slam Mm -hmm. so 2021 um time limit draw yeah time limit draw so here you go like if they ran that back and if in my scenario if omega drops it to to brian then brian gets his win over him a few years down the road but I, I like that. I like Brian at one or two, honestly. I'd have a role reversed, Ryan. I would have Danielson win this title. I'd have him lose it to Omega at double or nothing because he said he was going to either retire or reduce his schedule. And then Kenny is the one who ends up losing to the younger guy. And I know that I th- believe he and Swerve have very good rapport. So that would be a perfect handoff. Hmm. You could also do in a weird way Omega Ricky Starks. And and but then as you also mentioned, Brian's super high on him. Wrestle Dream post show. I mean, that makes sense too. Brian putting over Swerve. So yeah, you could you could go either way with this. Neither way is a bad choice. 
it, it does feel like within the next year, we're probably looking at either Danielson or, or Omega as champion and then Swerve. It, you know, it feels like out of those three, we're getting two of them in the next year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I see Sean mentioned in the chat, Swerve not getting the big wins here and there, but I, I don't think that matters as much as a lot of people do just because I think he's been elevated by who he's been working with and mm-hmm. his character growth has been so much that people, even without the wins, I think people, he has been elevated in people's minds at this point. I mean, only, he's for the past year and a half, he's basically just been losing and yet he just keeps getting elevated. Imagine yeah. if he starts winning all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He's on that cusp. By the way, my, my number one heart pick was Eddie Kingston. Yeah. <laughs> Honorable mention for me. Um, I, I couldn't put him on my list just because he has two titles right now. It just doesn't make any sense soon or even later. Uh, I, I think the bone they threw to him was the Ring of Honor World Championship. Love Eddie Kingston, but I, I don't think he's ever going to be AEW World Champion. Yeah. Yep. No. I don't see it I'm either. with you on that. I'd Hangman Page as a honorable mention as well, and then on Same. both Same. both lists, I had Samoa Joe as a head and heart. You know who my favorite omission is on all of our lists? Adam Copeland. Fuck that guy. <laughs> okay. Could okay. you imagine him being AEW World Champion? Fuck that. He said he wants to work the G1 Climax. Good luck. They all say that. That ain't hap- That ain't happening. Good luck. You have a family, Adam. Oh, my God. Be careful. <laughs> a couple of things on Adam Copeland. I still like seeing him in AEW. It is fresh. I was higher on him coming than you guys were. I'll eat a little shit on this. It ain't been great so far. I, I thought the first couple things he did were good. Collision last week was very not good. Um, <laughs> we haven't seen a ton, you know, in ring from him yet. So I'll, I'll keep an open mind there. I don't think he's going to be world champion. I know he mentioned it in a promo after I said, I don't think that's going to be happening. I still Which don't is think good. it's good. I think it's, it's something you got to say. Yes. yes. You have to say it to be taken seriously as, as a big star. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, he needs to pick up his game though. Like on collision, this environment of AEW not overly scripting promos compared to WWE. I felt like WWE speak was coming out there and he, j- he just looked super uncomfortable. And so let's not call black people vanilla midgets. <laughs> That's a start. That's a start. Mocha midgets would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, you know, like I also, you know, I don't know. People have been listening to the pod. They might be thinking after the last couple of weeks, man, Drosty, what an idiot. But I, I did make the point when he first jumped on the show, I've been thinking about a lot after the last couple of weeks, you know, I was drawing the comparisons between him and punk and, you know, what would, what would that mean for viewership and him being on WWE currently? And if he would draw some viewers over and, you know, I mean, what they drew this week, 900,000 pretty, pretty much in line with where they've been. They fell off last week with the NXT thing, but they were off their usual night. It bounced back this week. It's still early. I mean, obviously, Punk, you made you made the point just on that pod that Punk had been gone so long, so there was interest in seeing him. And I said, true, you know, he was from that era where more people were watching, too. 
And I was curious, you know, with Punk, some of those people maybe just they weren't interested in wrestling anymore. And Punk med- meant short term a lot to ratings, and then it kind of leveled off. Mm-hmm. He still was there for some of their biggest buy rates ever, you know. So you have to give him credit. The whole company though had so much momentum when he came in because you had him, you had Danielson coming in. I mean, even Adam Cole came in. It felt like t- close of 2021. That was the promotion to be in. Certainly Punk was part of that, but there was also other factors at play. I would say I expect him to get a little more of a bump out of Copeland than has happened so far. So and TV has pretty much been where, where they have been so far. So that has not. So I, I will eat some shit on that. That hasn't happened. I, I thought some WWE people would you know tune in out of curiosity since he was just on the program. It's so early in the game, though. It hasn't yeah. even been a month. Yeah. I mean, you got to give it time. He does. He, he to me, he just looks a little older and just slow. So, yeah. He, here's the other thing. Did you? I assume you both watched Dynamite last night. That sit down mm-hmm. promo he did. Wasn't that so weird? Like him telling the history of him and Christian. Like we've how many times have we heard that story? Mm-hmm. It just seemed like it was just a total waste of time. As I was listening, I was like, yeah, we know you went to school together. Yes, the wrestling school, like all of that. And then. I thought I wrote this in my review. He just kind of looked like a dork saying, oh, those guys are going to turn on him eventually and I'll be here for him. Okay. It's kind of lame, isn't it? This is like the most dastardly heel on television. He'll be there for him when they they turn. Who wants to hear I, that? I couldn't help but think it's like, Christian keeps trying to get away from you, dude, to make his own name and you just keep <laughs> showing up in the places that get he's a restraining order. to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the baby face? chasing the heel i don't i don't know man i thought i did i wasn't a huge fan of that last night overall i did i enjoyed dynamite quite a bit mostly because omega was elevated again i felt like back into being a serious singles competitor love the match again that he had last night with fletcher same um boy wardlow could not be any more cold right now i know he was brought up in the chat earlier i mean not i could not consider him in my top five i just could not he's nobody cared they like booed him as he walked they're trying to do what worked with him a couple of years ago you know put the mjf thing on his wrist tape and stuff but like i don't think anyone wants to see that match and i don't really care it's just not working agree i the good thing that came out of it was you know along with omega is just you're, you're seeing more people being like, I need that world title. I need to put MJF in his place. That's what I liked about it. Outside of that, I'm with you. Um, the, the, the turn seemed to be with that little shoulder push on Tony, which was just kind of mm. awkwardly done. Yeah. Hey, Wardlow, what's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> To Sean's point in the chat as well with Danielson not being around that much, I have him being a transitional champion anyway. Same. Just getting him in the lineage and putting over a young guy. I mean, that's that's kind of his role. But like like we said before, Tony's a fan. He clearly wanted Punk in that lineage. He even went back to Punk. I mean, it just after injury, you know, <laughs> and then the brawl happened. It just, it seems like, my God, if this guy who was such a ROH mark wanted Punk to have the title, how the hell would he not want Danielson and his title's lineage for his well, company? I, I think we know why. 
It's because Danielson doesn't want it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but at some point it's like, we got to do this. Brian's Agreed. so Agreed. unselfish. He will never ask for it. It will ne- it, that he would never ever in a million years advocate for it. But I think it is the right move for business. And I, I think Agreed. it's the right move for creative. I think it helps with the TV negotiations. It helps with elevating a young guy to Jesse's point as a transitional person moving forward. I also think that's why Samoa Joe is kind of very, very close to that main event tier is because Tony Khan's an ROH mark and there hasn't been a more dominant champion in the history of that promotion than Samoa Joe. Yes. Yeah, I had him in my uh, close calls, not in my top five, but I, I considered him. I love that he's about to break the record for longest, well, if he hasn't already, for longest uh, ROH TV champion because he also holds the record for their world championship. Mm-hmm. Love Samoa Joe. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic when Mark Briscoe beats him. <laughs> I'm a fan of that, too. Yeah. I'm a fan of this show. This has been a fun conversation. Great topic. Oh, we didn't even have a conversation topic until uh, was this yesterday or two days ago when you came up with this? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's worked. Go ahead. Uh, uh, this is out of nowhere. I don't even have an answer. Who's sting facing at Revolution? <laughs> I hear crickets. Sure. I, I've more been thinking about location, to be honest with you. Same, same. I mean, the two locations that came to my mind were Baltimore and Atlanta because it. we I don't have any insights of those. this, by the way. I've asked some people who might be privy, and they don't know anything. I asked earlier today. So I, I'm just thinking, not just with Sting's history, Baltimore, Great American Bash, Atlanta, of course, you know, WCW home, but also just because... I feel like that pay-per-view has got to be on the East Coast or in the South. If you just look at where their recent pay-per-views have been, Chicago and then West Coast heavy with Seattle and now Los Angeles coming up. We know Vegas usually in in May. So between then, doesn't it kind of feel like they got to be East, Southeast? So it's been a while. Ryan, what's a good South location that people like to travel to that AEW has not run a pay-per-view at. Any ideas? I know I know a pretty good one that I need a redo at a vacation at <laughs> after getting food poisoning last March. Yes, go to NOLA, please. Now that we I know Justin Joint would get in a plane to go there. Yep. And we've we've been there in March and April. And uh, other than my food poisoning, usually a good time of year to go there. Oh, absolutely. That Is it amazing. A st- is it a singles match for Sting? I don't like. I, I I'm not buying Sting versus Darby. I don't think yeah. they do that. It's either going to be a tag, mm-hmm. and I I I think that's what it's going to be. I don't think you do a singles with him at this point and risk him looking like shit going out the door. You know. Odds, Ric Flair has picked up the telephone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For the love of God, do not do it. No, Ric Flair, you're not having another match. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I will say, I was kind of thinking singles match, but I don't really. I know a lot of people have been floating Darby out there. I'm not, I'm not sold on that either. Sting, I was gonna say Sting, Darby, Copeland, Christian. Oh, mm. that's not bad. That's I, not bad. I. I if I were to put a bet down right now, that would that's where I would go. The the only problem I I like that matchup. I think that's a good big match send off for Sting. 
the problem is that's a short time frame to turn Adam Copeland heel. Because I think you sure. need to, yeah. we need a, we need a hot storyline for staying for his send off. Agreed. Agree. I think the location is going to be really interesting though. I hope some reports start dropping soon on that. We'll see. All right. We had a great chat room tonight. Thanks to everyone who was tuning yeah. in, getting active. Those of you who listen on the podcast feed, get on here Thursday night for the live shows. Get involved. We really appreciate all you that have been and also really appreciate those of you who are patrons of the show. I'm going to put the QR code up here on the screen. If you want to join us over on Patreon, if you're watching us on your TVs right now or your computer screen, get out your cell phone, scan that QR code. Join the Patreon page. Uh, five bucks a month, our lowest tier, gets you access to all the bonus shows. We've got over 110 in the archives right now. We are recording a new edition of TRN Classics uh, next week on Halloween Havoc 98. Going to be a lot of fun. Of course, only patrons get access to that, both the audio and the video recording of that. Uh, of course, Kyle came back last month on classics there's a video version of that as well you can only see it if you're a patron this is the number one way to support top rope nation top rope nation classics top rope nation extra jesse top rope nation unplugged all those bonus shows we're going to be doing a zoom hangout with our patrons again here very soon i mentioned that on the pod last week we're going to get something in the works for that hang out with all of you get a big zoom call together watch some wrestling have some drinks, be a lot of fun. Would love to have you there with that. All you got to do is join the Patreon page, support the growth of this podcast. Sign up, my friends. It's a lot of fun over there. Um, let's see. Anything else, guys? The Patreon's going to be busy next week. Oh, another unplug coming. Mm. Yes. So I'm going to, I'm going back to back. I'm nice. recording Tuesday night with Frank Petty Annie. Ooh, Frank's return. Love to hear that. It's going nice. to be, uh, we, we set up some stuff tonight that's going to allude to what we're going to dive into. It's going to be half WWE, just talking about the overall state of it, the undercard, because we really haven't hit it much. And then what I've been wanting to talk about for a long time is the stops and starts of the of AEW. With a lot yeah. of these performers, Wardlow's a prime example, and there's another one that we didn't mention tonight. I'll do it now. Powerhouse Hobbs. Ah, yes. Mm. Oh, I look forward to listening to that. I I always enjoy, you know, you you being a podcast producer over the years. When you do your shows, you even mix them, and all I got to do is post them, so I can just be totally hands off and just put on the headphones and listen. Those shows are always a lot of fun. So I'll be looking forward to that. You guys, I'm wearing my Heenan family shirt. By the way, if you don't know, I interviewed Bobby Heenan back in 2002. It was the first interview I ever did as a wrestling media guy. And that interview, the audio, is on our Patreon page. I posted it um, like last year, I think it was, when we hit a goal on Patreon members. It's a Top Rope Nation extra. I had to convert a cassette tape to digital <laughs> to do it. It is on there. You can hear me interview Bobby Heenan as a young, spry 18-year-old. I was very nervous. I don't, I don't think I sound that nervous on it, but I think I did an okay job. It's, it, it's a good one. It was about a half hour, 35 minutes, something like that. Listen to me interview Bobby Heenan. Join the Patreon page. And uh, I have some other interviews I've done with some talent when I was 
working at different websites that I have audio recordings of still. And I use those interviews to write articles and pull quotes, but the full interviews have never been heard. And I am going to start slow releasing those as Top Rope Nation Extra as well. Big stars from the WWE that I interviewed over the years, and uh, those are going to start coming out. If you're dropping a lot of content next week, Jesse, I'll wait till the week after that. You might be hearing interviews where I talked to Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre and Alexa Bliss and Rhea Ripley and Edge Adam Copeland. I got all of those on audio, and I'm going to put them out in full for our patrons. Top Row Nation Extra, another reason to join the page. Justin's mind is blown. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I almost want to reenact your body, Bobby Heenan interview with my son's potty training toilet over here. Oh, yes. When he flushed the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> that was, I love that part. That, that was pretty funny. He was, I mean, a legend. He was so nice to me. I'm mean, like a freshman in college and I just sent him an email and he's like, oh yeah, anytime. First email I got from him, his phone number. All right, there we go. Let's do this. I'll just call it Bobby the Brain Heenan. No big deal. So, yeah, it was, it was a fun one. I was super grateful that he took the time for me. And that was a great way to get my feet wet interviewing people. So check it out, you guys. Top Rope Nation Extra on our Patreon page. Link in the description. All right, well, my Eagle Rare is about gone. And I got to get this podcast mix, you guys, and get ready for the weekend. So uh, I appreciate the convo tonight, you all. Any parting comments no uh surprised at how little hangman talk there was how little darby talk there was but uh i feel like we did a great job covering everything yeah i agree this over delivered and then some especially when there was a lot of broadcast we almost put this over more than the wwe put over their nxt episode a week or two ago <laughs> okay. we loaded this show <laughs> for sure well justin next week i'll be interested to hear how your experience goes at the indie show hope yes. you enjoy yes absolutely very nice I will be celebrating my uh, middle daughter's birthday this weekend. So happy birthday, Lauren. I can't believe she's going to be five years old. Wild. We recorded a podcast the night before she was born <laughs> in 2018. I swear to God, the night before she was born. I can always go back to that and be like, oh, this was the less than 24 hours before you were born. Little one. Turn in five. Time flies. Wow. Crazy. All right, everybody. This has been fun. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know in the Facebook group, Top Rope Nation Pro Wrestling Discussion. Follow us on all the socials. We are on threads, Twitter, X, Facebook, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube page. We are very, very close to 1,000 subscribers. Would appreciate you subscribing. It's free. YouTube.com slash Top Rope Nation. And with that said, I'm Ryan Drosty. You're Jesse Velasquez and Justin Joint. This has been episode 314, Top Row Nation. See you all next week. Whose house?
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 